Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It is good to be worshiping the Lord. I just love that song, trusting in his holy word, leaning on his everlasting hands. And we just want to just come this far by faith. And so today I just want to just continue to lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you for being live today on Facebook and listening to us on our conference line. And we just want to glorify the name of Jesus and just lift him up today. And we got, I just want to encourage you, please continue to pray for our country. Continue to pray for our leaders. Continue to pray for wisdom. So we know everything that is happening there right now is, is basically things that have happened in the past to other nations and to even this nation. You see, the enemy wants to keep us in turmoil. The enemy wants to keep the church in turmoil. The enemy wants to keep us in bondage. And that's why we're talking about freedom this morning. Because you see, the enemy desires that if he can keep us in bondage, if he can keep us in turmoil, if he can keep us from being free to worship and to serve God, if he can keep the church in lockdown, if he can keep the nation in lockdown, if he can keep the kids in lockdown, if he can keep the believer in lockdown, then, he fe then we feel like we can't do certain things. But the Bible tells us that greater is he that is in me Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of God will raise up a standard against him. And so I want to encourage you this morning. Just call upon the name of the Lord. Whatever you may be experiencing this morning, maybe you might be in a hospital bed with, with, with the virus that is going around. How do you handle that? Maybe you might be sick in the hospital with some other form of sickness. Maybe you like some of our seniors that may be experiencing some physical challenges in their circulation, in their knee, in their breathing, in, in, in so many different ways and so many different things. How do you call upon the name of the Lord at that point? Well, the Bible tells us that in everything we can call on the Lord. He says he will be our deliverer. He will be our rock. In fact, one of the names that we're looking at today is Jehovah Roi. Jehovah Roy says that God is the God who sees all things. God is the God who says, I will be with you. The name is ascribed to God by Hagar the, when she was in the wilderness going through her difficulties with pregnant, with a child, right, ready to, to deliver Ishmael. And she was going through and, and, and she had the baby there and she didn't have any water. Can you imagine being in the, I don't think there's any worse situation, in the middle of the desert on a hot day in the Middle East, over 120 degrees at times, and no water. Walking for days. But she called on God. And guess what? The Bible tells us that the angel of the, of the Lord showed up. And she got water, and she followed the angel's instructions. And so today, Jehovah Roi, the same God, is here on your behalf today. And so we want to just ask the Lord for, for his word today. We just want to ask the Lord for his, his deliverance today and, and just ask the Lord to just touch us today as we go into his word. Father, we come before you today, Lord. We lift up your name. We lift you up in the name of Jesus. We thank you that we can experience today the supernatural freedom. We, we thank you today that like the, 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 the Jews that were in Egypt, the Israelites that were in Egypt, Father, that they can have a new beginning. After 400 long years of slavery, we can have a new start because we serve a God that is a God of new start. We serve a God that is of new beginning. We serve a God that is greater 
that anything that life has thrown at us. And so, Father, today, Lord, we lift you up. Father, today, Lord, we thank you. Father, today, Lord, we honor you. Father, today, Lord, we glorify your name. We thank you, Jesus. We, we lift you up, Lord. Oh, Father, we glorify your name. We glorify your name, Jesus. Father, today we want to thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we glorify your name. We glorify your name, Lord Jesus. Father, we bless your name and we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Father, touch these few words and help us to recognize you for who you are and help us to see you for, for what you're doing in our lives. Help us to know that you are the King of kings and, and you are the Lord of lords. Father, we glorify your name, Jesus, and we just want to thank you. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. The Bible tells us that, uh, historians tell us that the, the author of the book of Exodus is, is Moses, and he referred to himself several times in Exodus 17, 24, and 34. The word Exodus basically means departure, to leave behind, to, to change course. You see, God delivers his people from slavery. They were in Egypt for over 400 years. God had already told Jacob and Abraham that they, his children, his descendants, would be away in a foreign land for 400 years. While they were there, they, were, they ex experienced a tumultuous time, the pains of the taskmaster's whip. They were there at the, 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 the experiencing the pain of forced labor. Uh, as a matter of fact, we have people in certain parts of the world that are in what is called labor camps. And in those labor camps, they would work you until you die. Sometimes it's a 12-hour shift. Sometimes they, they depending on what the punishment or what it is. For some people, they're in these labor camps simply because they honor the God that we are serving today. They call Jesus Christ the Son of God, and they want to honor him with their life and with their Savior. And so today, even while they are locked away, even while they are, they are placed in these labor camps and in these dungeons and in these prisons, simply because us are in, in, in bondage as slaves, simply because they call on the name of the Lord, simply because they honor Jesus Christ. In this year, 2020, these things are happening. So the children of Israel, they, they were locked away in, in Egypt for, for almost 400 years. But despite that, the Bible says that they were calling upon the name of the Lord. In fact, they were calling upon the name of the Lord, and the Bible says that God heard their groaning in Exodus chapter 2, verse 24 and 25. It says, God heard their groanings. He remembered the covenant that he had made with Abraham and Isaac and, and Jacob. So God looked on the, his children, the Israelites, the Hebrew children. He was concerned about them. I want to tell you something. You may be going through a hard time this morning. I don't know what your present situation is. Maybe going through a divorce. You may be going through a separation. Maybe, maybe your kids are, or your or, or family members have just 
divorced you and said, listen, we don't want to have anything to do with you. And you may feel like you're in, in, in the desert, hard rock place, uh, known as a, a lode bar, no, no one to call, uh, no one to help you. you. You're crippled, you're paralyzed in your situation, and, 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 and not even the handout from the government is helping. I want to tell you this morning, the Bible says that the righteous cries and the Lord hears and saves such as be of a contract spirit. Many are the afflictions even of the righteous, but the Lord deliver him out of them all. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, Call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things which you don't know. In Romans it tells us to call upon the name of the Lord and you will be saved. In other words, he will deliver you, he will rescue you. And so the children of Israel was under the taskmaster's whip and they're groaning and they were, they're, they're groaning for these hundreds of years and the Bible tells us that the Lord heard their cries. Don't believe for a minute that God cannot hear you when you call upon him. Don't believe for a minute that because you don't hear an audible answer because you don't feel an earthquake inside you, because you don't feel tremors or, or some supernatural physical sensitivity experience that you can sense with one of your senses, just because you can't experience these things, you don't see God's hand doing something, doesn't mean that he's not working on your behalf, doesn't mean that he's not interested in what's going on in your life, doesn't mean he doesn't hear when you groan and when you cry. He says, the righteous cry and the Lord hear it and save it such as be of a contrite spirit. The Lord heard the children of Israel. He heard their groans. He heard their cries. He heard their pleading. He heard them and he was concerned about it. This reminds me of a, of a, of a part in, in the book of Genesis that God says, well, I'm going to go down to see if the wickedness of men is as the reports that I'm getting. Let me see if the heart of man is, is, is as deceitful and, and desperately wicked as, as, as the, the reports that, that is coming back to me. I want to see firsthand. God wants to know where you are firsthand. So when Moses saw the burning bush and Moses heard, heard the voice of God, that he says, I am going to use you to deliver my people. Moses was astonished that the bush, the green bush was burning and not consumed by fire, not being burnt, not exchanging uh, texture, not seeing it turn brown, but remaining green. And Moses went to see this strange sight that is going on. God is looking at your sight. It may be strange to you. It may be difficult.